Hey everyone, so no one is watching, I mean, welcome again to the First Loss Podcast. Um, I haven't posted in a while because, man, ooh, after the looting thing, I have been busy. Yo, man, thing, I have just been busy, but also have stuff to do with like, regarding school and stuff, so I, I didn't want to post last week, but wasn't able to. Things got in the way. Oof. Busy. But then again, such is the life of living. The way of living. Why am I saying life of living? That makes no sense. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. Man. And I have been freezing for the past two weeks. Just freezing. I mean, right now, I am wearing four layers top wise. So I'm wearing like four layers because it is just it's insane. I'm wearing a jersey underneath this jacket. Underneath that is a shirt. And underneath that is a vest. So you could say that I'm top heavy. <laughs> oh man, that was so stupid. Uh, but still, though, man, you know, like I made a video. Like, was it last week or what? It was just supposed to be a quick video, just me talking about my thoughts regarding the whole situation of the looting slash attempted coup that's now being it's now being called an attempted coup. Yeah. And with with all that happening, it was as I did say, I was entirely surprised. My friends and I were talking about it for a while in high school of such a thing happening. And and during that whole time, I was just like curious of what was happening in the markets because things were oddly quiet there. I mean, yes, the sentiment was bad, but even those, uh, like even the companies that were attacked the most in KZN and Houting, uh, Shoprite, Spa, Woolworths, I mean, they they weren't really affected. Like price, even with their their shares and stuff, their, their prices, it wasn't. <laughs> there was no crash or, or any sorts. Like regarding like the whole JSC, it just went by, like. It's almost like it wasn't. It's almost like if you looked at the market the whole week, you wouldn't even think anything was happening in this country. If you lived outside of here, if you lived like outside of this country and just saw like like top forty index and just and you, and you paid attention to that for the whole week, you wouldn't think anything was happening. It was pretty pretty strange. But then again, it did it did bring back this thing that I learned a while ago that. The economy is not the markets. The stock markets is it's not those things. They are related, but not the same thing. They separate. They 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 are linked, right? But it's definitely not. They definitely not. Uh, it shouldn't be a thing where a person must actually look at the stock markets of any country and 
and uh, try and use that as a reflection or or to use what's happening in the economy as a as a as a decision on how to actually go and do anything regarding the assets definitely not i mean even if you look at the whole thing with america with their with their own attempted cool thing at the capital buildings on that week there was of course like negative sentiments like regarding everything that happened because that's a natural human reaction but then there was there wasn't any panic selling well i would assume there would be some people who were thinking as end of america but institutionally speaking not really you know which like it was so that was a very interesting moment for me because it's it was like so it was so surreal to see because because it kind of reminds me of the thing with the S&P 500 right and for those who don't know the S&P 500 is basically an index that like tracks the top 500 companies in america and that thing has been around for i have to say over 100 years by now and it's and long term wise it's one of the best performing um assets in history so far like if if you go and take that thing and look at its charts and look at it from a long-term perspective there is literally nothing that has happened in that it would go and change its direction for the long term yes there would be some things happening within three five years with like the great depression and stuff yeah but like over like consistently speaking that thing always does well each and every year always and that like and that when what i was doing that that did give an indication that even though even though there could be something bad happening in your country you should pay attention into terms of those who are making the most money uh institutional investors thought that like like the real big money of of your country wherever you're at it's you should definitely pay attention to what's happening there and if there's any kind of any kind of massive movement right like like in this country here like it was so interesting to see right because it, it would it does kind of show that there was a thing that while they are people who were affected by the looting that happened it wasn't it wasn't the same for everyone yeah with that the only people well not the only people but in terms of the people who affected the most were the ones who have the least right it kind of reminds of this quote in the bible of um those who have everything more will be given to them and those who have nothing everything will be taken from them which like also uh, is linked to the thing of uh, this guy uh, robert kiyosaki talking about um the thing of like the rich will always get richer and the poor will get poorer and man and this looting only 
only like exacerbated what was going to happen in this country anyways with the thing of well a those who have have learned what system we're living in this country and then what and then and then also also using what they learned to their advantage will only be gaining more wealth and then those who aren't aware of what's really happening they'll only suffer and also if in also if they're in like um historically poor communities they will they will unfortunately be uh, be the victims of they'll be like the victims of the consequences of what um took place last week anyways yeah yeah it was pretty interesting to watch to also observe because i felt like a third party i don't know why i just felt like it was just happening in front of me like a movie yeah but anyways with the with the markets and stuff man it was it was it was fast it was amazing to watch it was amazing just seeing how just even the thing of like people like doing um although those who aren't really in the know or who are aware of like how the financial system works like they like were losing their minds saying this is the end and stuff and i was looking into um like like the foreign sentiments of this country in terms of foreign investors pulling out right and from what i've been looking into there has been a thing anyways of even though we are getting we got like a few pledges last year of excuse me of foreign direct investment um like if you look at this country from like a five-year perspective um you would notice that they are uh, that actually are more people who are actually putting the money who are actually like are pulling the money out of this country than those who are actually investing it right i mean i know that now there's 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 definitely like an increase of people who want to go who want to try like a move to uh, a mauritius right and those are and those are usually the people who are already well off yeah because they feel threatened with their like way of life being being potentially interrupted yeah because like because depending where you lived they like you could be in an area where like the looting it devastated your community and it could be like another place where it never happened like where you could where the people who go out and jog on the day when like the way like trucks were burned down and and shops were being looted and stuff like the people who were just having the, like normal day on the same on the same day which is for me like a small a small version of what happens in the real in like the whole world in general right like some people they wake up and they're just so happy about life because they not happy about life but they just go through a normal thing of having access to like their basic needs easily and also having access to 
like to luxury goods you know and then at the same time there are people who are you can't even use the word poverty they are in places to where everything is so bad that almost it's hopeless to even try and live because of how bad things are you know it's just it's just a thing of well with that example i was talking about the fact that in this country it has been said that we are the most un- unequal country in the world not that we're the poorest or that we are a poor country we definitely not we aren't one of the richest but we are like low middle tier yeah if i could say definitely low middle tier yeah but anyways regarding with a few of the topics i want to talk about one was a thing of if it's better to if you are someone who wants to go and buy assets is it better to aim for quick gains or to or to hold an asset and actually get long re- to go to get like large ret- well large returns yeah on, a, on like a long-term basis like what's better right because because like it is with me personally like with me learning about investing it's i have felt some type of way with some people who would make money quickly right and who would make like large amounts because because i i want i would definitely say call myself lucky in terms of being able to have a, a large amount of patience right so i will i was willing when i was um started learning grade nine yeah which is like when i was 14 learning about investing and stuff and when i started it was it started off with learning about forex rights because of the quick of, of the quick gains and um able to make large sums of money within a few days and stuff that was very alluring to me and and like over time i would see people who would do it and i'd also want to engage in it but i didn't want to do a thing of going in blindly right of like just going and putting all, all, like all my like all my money in there and then like i'm losing it right because there is that whole statistic of 95 percent of traders i don't know about overall investors or people who buy who go into financial markets but like 95 percent of of traders lose their money right and i didn't want that to happen and also with this large sense of curiosity that i have i wanted to like know what the hell is happening there like okay be buying and buying and selling currencies okay like why do that is that the only way to do it is that the fastest way okay it seems to be that way since um it's since if you like if you measure all all types of markets via like to call like the volume of trading Ooh, excuse me it seems that with forex is definitely uh the largest market if you measure it based on um like 
call like the volumes that are being traded per day like it's in the trillions that are being moved around on like a daily basis right and that was like something that blew my mind because it also led me to thinking about or having a certain mind shift in terms of seeing opportunities out there in the world and then as i was learning more about like how the markets actually worked i stumbled upon the thing of like of long-term investing and that um and through like of shifting my approach to that because to me like with long-term investing it seemed more sustainable to me like it seemed something i was more comfortable with yeah the thing of, of rapidly getting my money it it did sound nice but wasn't very practical also because well school uh <laughs> oh, trying to learn all that and do school that itself was already a whole issue because i wasn't really the best at school well yeah i wasn't the best also wasn't trying so eh, there was a bit of that but yeah like with learning over what should i say about like what things affect the various markets that are, that exist with, with the various assets i seem to have like like gravitated towards things that are like long-term based because they seem to make the most sense right because like wouldn't you want to be having your money being stuff that is going to be there for for like for longer because you won't have to worry about always having to be aware of what's happening with your with like the money you put in there right because like and this is if it's your job like being uh like being a stockbroker or being uh or, or being hired in a hedge fund to do, to do the kind of stuff like being like a technical trader like if you're gonna put your money in the markets and then you already have your own job like your main thing and you're doing this as like a side thing it wouldn't be realistic to always be able to be on your feet and know what's happening in the market constantly which is one of the things you have to do as um as, as a trader right like someone who's aiming to only make money for the short term you know to go put there to go see what's what are like the best place to go put your money in if you look at it if you look at the asset via chart right like uh with if for example like if it's better to put your money in in terms of like 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 the pound to the dollar or the rand to the dollar or stuff like that and seeing which charts has more opportunities to go actually go and read the charts up put in your analysis stuff like that i mean most people can't do that every day i mean they could it it will take some work to try and do it on a, on a consistent basis but not every day right and so like with that I, I was thinking about like and also like with this question of if what's better i was definitely noticed the thing of like though of like people who go into like long-term investing and those who end up having some skill at it they like like the reasoning to me of buying certain stuff would seem more sound right like if you like for example with me i 
I'm looking into the energy markets and buying into any company involved in that or or specifically into 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 like the renewable sector like the renewable energy sector it seems more reasonable because well the world will is going to that direction and it's gonna be it's gonna be around for a while probably longer than how long um like oil and coal was being used for in the past right so with that it's like when i while i go to while i was gravitating to like long-term investing it seems that like the most optimal way to go and use such a method is to look into stuff that the world needs right and then i and then i found a and then there was this thing that there was this, uh, this video I was watching on YouTube with Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger, and then I think it was Charlie who said that who said that like if people knew how much how much money can be made through honesty, we would see a big diff. There would be a big difference in terms of the amount of crimes being committed in the world. But it's because because one thing. Like one of the reasons why that's why like a person would do would would try and do a scam fraud and stuff like that or do things that they know is against the law is that they feel like they have no option they feel like that's that's the only way and unfortunately that can be the case for some people that doesn't mean i'm advocating it but for for some people they it's a thing of that like they learn much later on in life of the other ways in which you can maximize the like the returns you can get right like a person will do fraud because it seems very lucrative but if you are aware of what the world needs and what is being incentivized to go into into like establishing um like like infrastructure that allows that need to actually be solved it will it makes much more money like way more money i mean that is that is one that is what i think is what capitalism was made to be for right a thing of like that like it incentivizes people to help others because because like you can get handsomely rewarded for doing such I mean, case in point with Elon Musk, right? Even though he he didn't start making a lot of money with Tesla, he made he made some money before because he did make um, he did he he like did make some companies before he went into Tesla, and those were PayPal and Zip2, and Zip2 came before PayPal, if I remember correctly, yeah. So. Like with that, even with that example, he he definitely did gain more like more fame and of course more wealth because of like of of starting to try and and tackle the issue of like trying to solve the world's energy problem. Well, not solve the world's energy problem because even he said that like even if the goal of Tesla, even if it's done of like trying to make the world use um to use cars that 
that use um that use like like renewable energy it wouldn't really save the energy issue we have but like just trying to open up that idea or to see that that pathway is possible for for certain for certain people with him doing that he definitely got like he definitely got like handsomely rewarded um financially and also like through being more respected i guess which yeah more more famous i would say yeah yeah definitely more famous and also of course more richer and like again with this question i have it's because like while i was being attracted to the thing of long-term investing the thing i'm talking about now about like noticing that capitalism incentivizes you helping people and i feel like like before i got to that realization i was i first had a thing of like okay i'll blend the two right i'll make money in the short term and also in the long term right so like do a thing of trading and investing then like i saw like the the usual mindsets not, not mindset per se but like just thought process of like people who would do do trading and they would be all based on the statistics the data proof of the of the charts you know try use hard maths and equations calculus like i have a friend who's like learning calculus stuff like that for his way of trading and to and like to me it's like it didn't really make sense of like learning all that of me personally of learning all that because i i wasn't really attracted to that of like needing to learn all these systems of like okay quantitative trading uh thing of like higher highs and lower lows and like i while i did have some interest in terms of like learning the fundamentals some stuff i was i was really that interested in terms of the trading thing seemed more mathematical but then well like long term wise more of a thing of identifying assets that people that other people found valuable and the reasons behind behind people finding it valuable is is uh is based on is based on the future right like with um like with growth stocks which are which are in the context of this decade of the century i mean it's companies that have that they're like a most likely are gonna be are going to be continuing to operate in the future because they embrace um, the recent developments in technology overall right like with uh 3d printing companies um health kit well yeah health companies that embrace uh new technology that allows people to study um to explore and study cells in a way in which to see how to extend 
the average lifespan of a person a way to go and cure um to go and cure um treatments well not treatments but diseases that were like previously thought to be incurable like cancer right and by the way there actually are companies that are looking into that and they seem and some for some they seem to be getting not close but they have progress in terms of actually seeing or identifying what to look for in terms of like removing that thing which is definitely mind-blowing right because like when, when, I, when i heard about cancer it was like oh this sounds incurable because it isn't anything that's like is extant it's you like if your cells because like every day you make you make cells right in your body because you lose some and then you and then you have some replaced you have like all the cells in your body to be replaced by the old cells that die because cells aren't eternal right so it's like if you have a thing of like a certain part of your body that is making too much cells those excess cells that aren't used in your body become rotten and then it spreads everywhere it's like that sounds like a built-in weakness like that is not no way that can be healed or treated but then hey innovation man that is something else innovation is just something else man but yeah Oh, well, now I'm, now, now I'm on this topic now with the whole thing of innovation. And then, like, and then with innovation, there's time to my question of, like, if it's better to trade or to invest, in quotes. Because, like, okay, with companies that are involved in the oil, in the oil industry, I don't understand why they aren't transitioning to renewable energy because we all know what's happening in terms of the oil industry dying because right now they're in a thing where they are like artificially well OPEC is artificially pumping up the the price of oil because they are literally restricting the supply while like they they are they are slowing down the production of oil to try and make the price go up so they can try and make money for as little while as they can while the world is seeing that using solar hydrogen uh, wind like these forms of energy can be used to power the world now and i don't really understand why these companies or these countries are doing this because it's like it just seems really greedy seems excessive and they're trying to like trade in a way because they're only doing this for the short term because in the next like i won't even say 50 years even 30 years because of so many countries that are like i think i said this in the previous episode one i made a while back about the fact that the many companies like the whole bunch of countries that are like having all these pledges saying that they're gonna be um they won't emit any kind of carbons by 2030 and China saying 2050 and stuff right so if some if a lot if a lot of countries are pledging to that why even still stay in the oil industry i mean yes i know in the short term 
there's so many countries that still rely on it, but like it just it, it doesn't seem smart to me. But then again, I don't have a billion or I don't make millions, so maybe like I don't get blindsided by it or with how much money you make from this thing. So then you bias towards that thing that makes you the most money and anything else that seems completely different just like doesn't seem attractive to you. So I don't know. I don't know. It's hella weird. It's also with um, also with the thing of uh, thing of cryptocurrencies. <laughs> that <laughs> that market kills me. You know, like it's it's so funny. It's just like because <laughs> at first when uh like when with Bitcoin when it went up to about twenty thousand dollars, so many people. In the banking industry were like it's a scam it's 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 useless it's can't it can't do the thing it's claiming of going to replace the dollar the 2017 2021 wait my phone let me calculate this i'm gonna try and try to use my head 2021 minus 2017 Four years ago, four years ago, people were like a whole bunch of that people in the banking industry were saying that now this whole thing of like cryptocurrency, it's a fad. Why would people go and look into that? It can't do what it's claiming of being able to replace the current financial system. And it's like, and now so many countries are complete trying to do a thing of completely digitizing their own currency like so many countries are aiming to do that and there's one who said well let's just use bitcoin and even they now want to use their own cryptocurrency trying to make their own Man, this is just hilarious it's like <laughs> it's like they were so wrong it isn't even funny but then again it's also just a thing of people just realizing later on of of like why of why like cryptocurrency is such a big thing because of it and also blockchain blockchain technology and stuff man and blockchain that is whoa next to semiconductors i don't i can't it's gonna it's gonna be one of the most influential te- influential technologies of of the of the next hundred years like wow its applications can be almost infinite depending on how you look at it like be because like there's a thing right of nfts when it comes to blockchain of thing of like okay you are able to to completely own something that is on the internet and when people go and and doesn't matter people have their own copy of it because they don't have the original like, like like documents if i can say you will always be known as the owner of it right and you can sell a piece of your ownership to other people and if they sell it you get a commission uh, of, of a of you get a commission that's that's based on like how much you decided to have in your thing called a smart contract 
which is basically like a digital contract and then and that's and that's the thing is like that like is your thing that's showing that you own the nft right and then you can decide in the smart contract if if uh, someone sells the portion of the ownership that you sold to them you get like a 10 percent commission and that's like as long as the nft exists so it's like doesn't matter how many years down the line whoever owns the smart contract that owns the actual nft thing which is like a digital art right now so it's being looked at for like that's when you use that right now you will always get a commission for whenever it's sold and some nfts have been sold for like tens of millions of dollars right but it's like you can own something digitally now meaning that um there's there's a thing that can happen now in an article I read called asset tokenization, which is basically like making the contract you own that I mean like like what can I say like documents of ownership that you have to be operating the same way as like a Bitcoin, right? Like it's it's one coin, and you can and you can go and break it apart because one Bitcoin has like a million satoshis if i if i remember the correctly and then with that it's like you can sell off pieces of that country of that like token and then people can have a certain percentage of ownership to your house and then they can rent a part of your house they have to pay you for it so instead of you having to go and make documents physical documents or go to the bank or stuff you it's possible it will be possible in the future to go and like to go and like to go online and get like an and like a smart contract of your of of your house and then you can go ahead and like rent parts of it out almost instantaneously with the speed that you can get with that that's like insane man as tokenization is like an insane idea the idea of being able to like to own something digitally and then sell off and go ahead and sell off different parts of it and someone has to pay, can pay has to go ahead and pay you for actually owning that thing and you can even do a thing of having the payments be automatically set up depending on, depending on what's like what kind of cryptocurrency you use right like with like with uh like with with uh with uh, eth ethereum right that's the main that's the main places where the nfts are because that's the only cryptocurrency right now that allows for smart contracts so it's like it can be a thing of it being automatically paid to you depending on how the smart contract is structured so it could be a thing of like yo and and it's on a public and 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 with and with like with like the with the blockchain it's pu- it's like a public thing right like if like they you, you you can get access to like all the transactions that have been made from someone's from like like from my side right say if i had like ethereum which i do but i do not advise anyone to buy it because this none of this is financial advice this is just me rambling
<laughs> but yeah, so with say like if I have Ethereum and then then it's like I wanna go buy like an NFT or say if I wanna use that Ethereum to go buy someone's uh to buy like a piece of someone's property and then it can be a thing of like instead of me having to go and actually make the payment to that person for owning that owning a part of that house it's automatically basically it's almost like a debit order but like you don't you depending on what's written in the code of that of that contract you may not have to do anything in terms of the payments you just have to be aware of it and know the terms of conditions or whatever you're buying into so it's like the amount of fraud that can be reduced especially in this country because man oof, blockchain in this country would destroy corruption like destroy it oh your implications are that are, are, are damn near disgusting man the things you can do a way like a method of publicly having transactions be done and then automating those transactions in a way in which a person can't like reverse or like try and like uh, steal from you. Well, this the stealing thing can happen, but that would require your password. Some some places that like allow you to buy and sell cryptocurrencies need like your fingerprints or okay the methods could be a little drastic in terms of getting your stuff but like the but like in terms of the possibilities of every people getting access or people using blockchain in this country man it's mind-blowing even had a discussion with it with this guy on instagram man it is insane absolutely insane now what is this thing because i have some topics i want to talk about Give me a second. Hmm. Seems like I don't have that thing now. Huh. But yeah, man, and innovation the way it affects the world, it is something insane possibilities and just and it's all i don't like the thing of like so many people don't even know about half of these things right because i'm i'm only talked about like 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 renewable energy and well mainly talked about like blockchain and also cryptocurrency but then like even with like renewable energy on its own it's like <sighs> some people don't really know about these things and i don't necessarily like that because i mean there are people who do want to know but don't know how to find out these things and and a person that not have to be a whole nerd about it like me but I feel as though there needs to be some sort of thing done this way. The average person, not average person, because maybe if I say average person, you feel like I'm like downplaying or belittling them. But like most people, 
don't know about these things and if they and then if they ever do find out it's going to be later on in life when they feel little they can't take advantage of it they'll always be like ah should have learned this years ago but man it's it i i just i just i really want to have that i just want to try and make that goal of like trying to get people to know more about these things and not just know for the sake of like it's serious knowledge like it's something you must hold sacred but like to actually enjoy understanding what's happening in the world in terms of where we're going like even with the whole thing of jeff of jeff bezos and him going to space right even though he went for 11 minutes that to me was just showing that oh we're gonna do that more often and with with this whole thing of innovation there's a thing called rights law which is where whenever whenever uh the product whenever any technology goes and doubles in terms of its in terms of its production it's the its costs decrease it like declines dramatically so it's like it's kind of like one of the reasons why people are going to like renewable energy in terms of using that more because it's getting cheaper to use it now like it's cheaper than it was like years ago right i mean that's why with uh with tesla that's why they first aim to try and to uh, for for like the first car that they released it was supposed to be like high-end classes because like it was pretty expensive to go and call like and uh go and make the actual car themselves but then over time they're able to now make they're now doing a thing of making family cars like uh i forgot the model but it's like almost like a hmm not saying that wait how can i describe this it's kind of like a family vehicle now they, they're able to make one of those i'm not sure if they have made it or just one of the designs they have i'm not sure let me just go to the old google to confirm this tesla family vehicle suv the tesla um huh model x yeah oh okay yeah but yeah with the with the model x for example right like they wanted to do a thing of first having a high-end cars to uh to go and price them pretty high so that most people thought those who so it's only available for those who could afford it to buy it and then use those profits to try like and make a whole bunch of variety of cars and also with like the costs of actually producing the batteries to that will be feeding the cars those costs dropped so they're able to make more cheaper versions of the car right it's kind of like with one of the reasons to why um electric vehicles aren't a thing in this country because um, the cost of it right now is so high because we aren't able to produce those kind of cars yet here, right? But we, what can I say? We, we could, depending on how far the cost drop for like electric vehicles, right? Um, 
It was a cool thing notice. Okay, I was talking about man, I should write these write this thing down whenever I'm doing this these rants. Well innovation. Okay. I was talking about innovation. Shit. <laughs> man, I forgot where I was. But I'll probably remember. If if I don't, I'll probably just talk about it in the next podcast. But huh. Now uh, what I need to do is to look into what's hap- what's the market saying for next week. Yeah, uh, gonna have to look into that. But um, hmm, innovation. What was going with it? It's cheaper. It's getting cheaper too. Oh yeah, the space thing. So, with like Jeff Bezos going to space and stuff. It costs like almost eleven million dollars. There was there was an auction for for Elon. I mean not for Elon, but for but for Jeff Bezos's whole thing of him um, of of him um, auctioning the seats for his thing, and somewhere into like eleven million dollars, right? And that to me like struck something in me of like, oh, in the future however long it's going to take well if hopefully if like we don't get interrupted in a bad way like a war with the u.s and china uh, a volcano erupt, like like super volcano erupting over the world like if we on the pace that we're going right now eventually we're going to be doing a thing of ev- of like of of, of 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 like a ticket to go to space being extremely affordable like extremely affordable i mean it's even happening on a small scale now right with this thing uh well in the course i'm doing in British business analysis will we there's a thing we've been learning about in terms of that of terms of like cloud computing right there's infrastructure as a service in terms of where third-party companies can can do a thing of like having or holding the data or or being or being a place in terms of like okay let's break this down more properly yeah so it's like a company needs to have a database nowadays to actually uh, do a thing of being able to compete in the world because like you can't it isn't ideal anymore to store like all your information in on paper and have like a file cabinet now it has to be stored in like a database and that database can be pretty hard to maintain and you always have to buy like like much better ones which it's gonna it's actually easier now to just have have a company have a cloud have a cloud computing company just to be a places where they hold your information and they do the thing of maintaining like maintaining your data um doing a thing of 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 always like upgrading the databases and then you just go and rent from them and so that like they store your information and then you just pay and then you just pay like a one like a monthly fee and they do all of the maintenance right now that's infrastructure the service there's uh there's a platform as a as a service there's um it's infrastructure platform uh history shit is inf there's 
infrastructure or its infrastructure platform and software as a service now there's a fourth one that's being made but it's not taught in my thing my course it's called uh it's called mobility or mobile or mobile as a service which is basically where like you where it's like it's almost like uber right like that kind of technology but then now it's like now it's like um on a right so that's slowly being a thing being developed where like you can where it's, where it's soon going to be possible for people instead of them having to pay a large price for tickets they can able to pay a much more reasonable price but for having a smaller aircraft to take them to the destination right it's like something like that something along those lines still have to actually understand it but i know that things like I know some people are looking into that in terms of and there's an opportunity for the companies that are looking into that right so maybe if you're interested you can also look into that but that is a small scale of what's going to happen with going to space because so because it's just like any other any other te technology right you can always equate it to to like uh to like the first computers right they're really big really expensive but now over time and over the use of capitalism and the incentives of making better ones to compete in the market and then they at a cheaper price we now have cell phones which have more power in them than the than uh the actual computers used to launch uh the like the nasa rockets to the moon right and that's just going to be the same thing will happen but for space travel so that's definitely gonna happen in the future i don't know when i'm not a i am not a psychic so i don't know psychics are for people who read minds no fortune tellers yeah i'm not a fortune teller but that's that's just the trend of things eventually it's gonna be affordable for people in the future to go to space as a vacation obviously it's going to be the same thing as just traveling normally in that the more money you have the nicer your travel will be but soon we'll, we'll have that i mean it's going to be the case with people like elon who want to die on mars so he wants to have his own colony over there which is a little weird but eh, to each their own and i mean if some of us with the whole thing of of uh, being well in the future of people being able to extend the the age of of living and living healthily with people being encouraged more to eat more to eat healthier and also with the thing of um, our medicine improving to the point is to the to the point where we're now doing a thing of what's it called precision medicine where it's like now it's the medicine that's specifically catered for the individual instead of just a general like a like a, a generic product yeah so like with that happening we could do a thing of living longer and maybe some of us live, live long enough to be able to go do that but depends on how how things go 
and all those things that happen in the future there are companies incentivized but there is an incentive to go into those uh, areas and have and have an attempt of actually doing something in that area and in that industry and then get paid for it very well like elon who got paid like 500 million um as a ceo two years back was it two years back or 2018 i'm not sure but yeah he definitely got paid 500 million at a point in time of one of the most um highly paid ceos uh, but yeah as i said i need to go look into what the markets are gonna be seeing next week what information i can look into because i am something of a nerd with this kind of stuff yeah but anyways i have to go and do that and also i'm busy with schoolwork but yeah to anyone who's still watching well to anyone who watched thank you for watching and i will try post again sometime don't know when but i'll definitely do it but it's gonna be hectic but uh but i'll have to try my best it's all we do in life anyways take care bye bye